All right, what's going on, guys? It's Austin Pace from Amplified Podcast. Uh, today we brought in Mo Woodard. What's up, man? How's it going? Dude, uh, I'm reading your bio right now. You've done a lot of shit. <laughs> and I, this is going to be really exciting. Uh, a lot of things we're going to talk about here. But before I even read just kind of all the stuff you've done, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Introduce yourself. Yeah, I'm Maurice Mo Woodard. Uh, business owner, athlete, uh, Stunt double, kind of motion capture guy, a little bit of everything. Yo, you got the bio down. Yeah. Pretty much just read your Instagram <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Professional football player overseas, right? Correct. So how old are you running? 29. 29. Uh, when did you get in? Like, what sports you played growing up? Uh, growing up, uh, I played, ran track, played basketball, played football, a little bit of baseball. Growing up, mostly I thought it was going to be basketball, that I was going to be able to make it to the highest level. Uh, then once I start hit the eighth grade freshman year, everybody kept growing. <laughs> I didn't. Right. Uh, then kind of the love for football started changing a little bit. Yeah. What do you play? Receiver. Receiver. Yep. Receiver cool. and kick punt returner. So um, first thing I, I want to know is, at what point did you know, like, all right, I want to go play football? And how? What was that process like of going to play overseas? How did that come about? Uh, knowing that I want to play football probably was about my sophomore year of high school. Uh, kind of going through some things. Uh, coach wasn't really giving me the opportunity. Uh, kind of was telling me I'm just too small. I'm not going to really, you know, get a chance to really play. And then sometimes when, when people tell me I can't do something, I'm the type of person that's going to try to prove them wrong. So uh, that's kind of when it started kicking in. And then uh, my brother went off to college. He was a really good football player. Uh, kind of went off to college. I started seeing how injuries start hurting him. And uh, he wasn't going to be able to continue to really play. Uh and then we kind of had a conversation. It was like, hey, bro, if you're going to keep this torch rolling, you got to keep it rolling. Um, and then so I about to probably say the end of my sophomore year, junior year is when I start thinking, yeah, this is what it's going to be. Uh, as far as going overseas, uh, coming out of college, had opportunity, worked out for the Chiefs, uh, Atlanta Falcons, Seattle, kind of bounced around a couple NFL teams. A uh, few op- opportunities kept coming more and more. Uh, and then – after, you know, you get denied a couple times, you get released here, you get picked up here, released oh, yeah. here, it kind of started getting a little nerve-wracking. So I came home uh, one weekend, and then I just happened to get on my Facebook, and I had some messages from a coach that had seen me when I played in the All-Star game in college, uh, who's coaching in Germany, who's like, hey, man, I would love for you to come out here and play. And it might have been like two months old. So oh. I immediately responded back to him, uh, kind of went back and forth about coming out, He's like, look, we get you out here tomorrow. And I'm like, tomorrow? And I'm upstairs at my parents' house. So I come <laughs> running downstairs. I'm like, Dad, you know, go play in Germany. And he's like, oh, I'll talk to your mom about it. I talked to my mom. He's like, if you're going to do it, do it. And literally, I told him, yeah. He sent the contract over, signed it. Next day, I was on a flight to Germany. Wow. Damn. Yeah. I know playing in the NFL, right? That's probably every kid's, like, big dream. But, you know, now that I get older and I look at it, man, playing overseas has got to be amazing. Not not many people get to travel the world. Like, even, you know, a lot of people in our situation, you know, don't even leave their own hood. Don't leave, you know, the city that they're from. So to be over and play in Germany, like, what what was the cultural experience like? Like, what, what how was that? Did that change you at all? Oh, yeah, it was, it was amazing. Uh, just seeing their culture, uh, physically living in it, and then, of course, adapting to it, I really liked really living in Germany. It was it was fun, amazing time in my life. Yeah. Uh one changer for the world. And and yeah, I used to be that 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 kid that would be like, ah, uh, you know, it's NFL or nothing. Right. And I honestly I that's what I told that coach like after the All Star game, he's like, Yeah, I'm coaching overseas. I'm like, okay, well, 
and I'm going to the league, so I'm not. You know, it was kind of like, yeah, hey, I got right. a big head. It's NFL or you know everything else. You know, Canada. I wasn't worried about none of that. It was just NFL. Yeah. And then uh, now I wouldn't change it for the world. That's awesome, man. So and, and like, there's so many players too. You don't look at the right. You don't know everyone's story of how they got right. to the league. A lot of times, a lot of players nowadays, it's not just going straight to the league. They go right. here, here, play. But you're going to get better playing at getting different experiences, playing at people with higher levels. I'm interested in, is there a difference in, like, just the league in general, how they play offense? Like, I know that NFL's kind of turned more to a spread offense. Yeah. How do they play it's out de- there? A lot of teams definitely play to spread out there. The only difference is, so as far as in Germany, it was you could only sign. Uh, you could sign as many Americans as you want to, but you can only have two on the field at a time. Oh. So <laughs> you're never going to be one-on-one. Uh, you're always going to get double teamed. So, honestly, I feel like as a receiver, it helped me a lot. Uh, yeah. huh. You know, you got to get used to getting bracketed, uh, you know, and then, of course, playing with those. You're not just out there playing. You're also teaching because a lot of those, you know, European players, they haven't played their whole life like how we have. Right. You know, uh, and a lot of them are younger, too. So where I was 22, 23, it was kids that were 18, you know, playing professional football over there, you know. And then uh, it kind of changed once I went to China because it was a little bit different uh, and it was arena style. So it was a lot of AFL cats that had came over to play. And then uh, they, you can have more Americans on the team there versus in Germany huh. and on the field at the uh, time. So, uh, But, yeah, it's definitely different. Uh, I would say, of course, the language barrier. So, I mean, that, but that was fun, learning their language yeah. uh, and, you know, getting a chance. But as far as the football verbiage is, was the exact same. Yeah. So, man. So Germany, China, mm-hmm. and I know now you got on deck Mexico, right? Yep. So, yeah. man, that's, I mean, look at that. Again, right. traveling the world, playing a sport that you love and getting paid to do it. That's That's got to be awesome. You excited about this new season coming up? I'm definitely excited about it, yeah. It's a, a new experience for me. Uh, it's a league that's really thriving. Uh, we got an amazing team. I would say uh, was in minicamp, and it's by far one of the best teams from the international players to the national players uh, that they're going to combine on the one. We're going to be a pretty good team. No. You're in off-season mode right now, right? Correct. Yeah, I got a couple more weeks before I leave. I leave on uh, the 5th. So what do you got? You guys, tra- he's trains with Jesse, yep. for those who don't know. What are you working on this off-season? Uh, right now, we're doing a lot of, oh, you want to tell him? I mean, you got what? <laughs> so a lot of speed and agility stuff that we're working on, some hand-eye coordination stuff. Today, we got a lot of hip work in. Uh, you know, he's, he's been really preparing me a lot. Like, all honesty, I, I kind of signed. Uh, I thought, I was thinking, um, am I about to retire? Am I done? This came about... Talked to it with my parents. They like, go for it. Yeah. I hit Jesse up. It was like three weeks out. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I haven't been working out like how I should be. I got to get ready. And he got me ready. Awesome. So, yeah, yeah, went to camp and had a real good camp. Came back. Now, plan on training until uh, we start uh, preseason. When do you guys start preseason? Uh, preseason will be the end of January. So, uh, I leave January 5th. We'll have a couple more weeks of camp and then start preseason. Yeah, that's pretty early, isn't it? Like, yeah. Compared- well, yeah, because the season runs from January to May. Oh, I gotcha. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of leagues kind of try to do that because you don't want to be in competition with, yeah, with yeah. NFL as far as views, you know, everybody watching it. And then, you know, because once the NFL ends, football fans still want to watch football. Sure. So. Where can, how can, uh, how can if, you know, we're, just, we're over here in the States, how can we pick it up? Can we watch it on YouTube? Yeah, you'll be able to, well, you'll be able to stream. Some of them, they'll have them, uh, some of the streams online. I have to send you guys the website because I'm not sure of it. Yeah. I know on their website, which is Fame, uh, Football Americano, Mexico, uh, on their website, they'll stream a lot of the games. So. And what city are you, is your team based on? Chihuahua. Chihuahua. Yep. 
up Chihuahua, Mexico. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys uh, get on this man's Instagram page, you'll see the the setup that they got him at. He he's yeah. living quite nicely yeah, right. over there in Mexico, <laughs> might I say. I'm I'm a little jealous, yeah. but. Yeah, we saw that. Yeah. I'm checking. I mean, your Instagram, there's a lot of stuff going on here. Yeah. Uh, what were you doing? Like, say, when you when you got done playing football in college, I don't know what the time frame was before you, like, really decided to go play more. Um, but it looks like you had some business endeavors. Yeah. Like, w- what else was going on in your life so, at the time? So, uh, it was kind of ongoing, uh, even from, like, my, my business endeavors, uh, which was, you know, my, my clothing and shoe company. Uh, I started that when I was in college. It kind of was something that we were just playing around with. Uh, culture called me champ, and they always mess with me. Like, how you become the champ? I'm like, it's a system on becoming the champ, you know. So I came out with some T-shirts uh, around homecoming time. It was about 300 T-shirts. I sold out in like a week. And I was like, hold on. I think I can make some money. At that time, I didn't make any money because of how much I spent on making the shirts. I'm like, right. I think I can actually, you know, make some good money doing this on top of, you know, it can help me as a as an athlete. Yeah. Uh, you know, because I'm always one of those, you know, uh, I'm kind of like my dad. He's the real entrepreneur type. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, I was like, you know, why sign to a Nike if I can create my own? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it kind of went from there. Uh, right out of college, I was training for the uh, NFL, went to a couple combines. I'm still pushing my brand. Uh, so everything was still ongoing. So I was literally promoting my brand, pushing my brand along with playing. Uh, so everything is kind of being off season. I'm straight to the business. Yeah. During the season. I'm still kind of to the business, you know. Uh, so it's, it's it's kind of an ongoing thing. And even with coming out, when I came out with my first sneaker, it kind of was a, I would say, a blessing because I was in China when I was trying to produce my shoe. So you're producing, were you producing overseas there yeah. when you were here too? Yes. Yeah, so I was going to factories where it would have taken most oh, people yeah. two, awesome. two, three years to come come out with a shoe because... You're trying to test all these different yeah. models out. I was able to physically go into some of these factories. That's awesome. Yeah, so that's I have a clothing brand too, and that's okay. why I think that's awesome. Yeah. And I manufacture overseas. I, I did all through Alibaba. My <laughs> favorite manufacturer is from China too. Okay. And uh, a lot of these like entrepreneurs or these cl- clothing CEOs, all these people, right. if they have the chance to go overseas and work with their manufacturers, one, it speeds up the process. <laughs> two, you can like build a better relationship with these people. Right. And I'm, I'm looking at your page right now. It, it's just you who owns this, right? Correct. So what kind of, of apparel is this? It, okay. it looks like your so, uniforms and stuff. Yeah. So, well, okay. When I was saying the China thing, so only do now currently do I work with internationally is my sneakers. Okay. As far as everything else, I got a chance to see how you do sublimation, how you screen print, how you do embroidery. So now I kind of cut the middleman out and I manufacture myself. So we manufacture everything in-house. Oh, so, wow. Uh, from the sports uh, sports side, of course, that's my biggest hit. I do a lot of sports uniforms for the youth, high schools. Uh, just got a couple junior colleges, uh, some arena football teams. Uh, so now, you know, we're able to produce everything in-house. Uh, you know, everything has kind of sped up the process with some things, and now I can kind of control everything that I do. Did that cut a lot of your costs, too? Yes, major. Yeah, because, you know, now you're not shipping. Right. You know, I don't have to worry about. Uh, then it's some of the things that I can't control, man. You know, just dealing with international, you know, get stuff held up at customs. Sure. Items can be lost. Sometimes manufacturers, they, you're at their discretion. So right. if, yeah. if they're just not really feeling you that month, <laughs> right? hey, uh, I'll maybe talk to you next month or maybe I'll send this out next week, you know. So there's definitely a lear- learning curve. Yeah. Like sure. when you first started, it's like what was trial the error. biggest. Yeah, it is. Oh That's man, I, I've lost. So, man, my pops tell you, it's, 
I done got scammed. I done lost a lot of money. Uh, I, it hurt clientele. Because sometimes the client don't want to hear, you know, if they pay you, hey, we want something produced and I pay you, you're supposed to make it. They right. don't want to hear if, oh, the manufacturer didn't ship it. Right. Or, you know, they don't want to hear that. So is that the model? Is that the business model? Like people will give you pre-order sales or they say, hey, I want you to make this and you make it? Uh, yeah. Well, as far as on my manufacturing side, yes. Okay. Uh, as far as sports uniforms, so I'm able to do anything custom. So when a team comes to me, hey, we want this uniform design, we design it, we produce it however they want to. Uh, so it's kind of like, yeah, like that. But as far as my urban streetwear side of it, you know, I produce you know, I may drop 150 hoodies. It's like a launch sweatsuits. style. Like, yeah. this is what we got in stock. Okay, <clears throat> right. I got you. That's cool. Sneaker-wise, though, you got to tell me about that because yeah. that's, one, that's super competitive business. And, two, there's a lot that, like, that's hard to do. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a tough, it's very tough. Um, but, yeah, I came out with my signature ones, the Golden Ages first. Uh, currently about to re-release the Golden Ages, hopefully in the next month or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I also have released some a pair of runners. A couple different colors. They're just some cross trainers. Who's actually the ones I got on? A couple pair of cross trainers. These, uh, these are yours. Yeah, yep. Yeah, these are too. Oh wow! <coughs> What's so, a pair of yours retail for? The signature, average on average. Signature ones are about two twenty five to two fifty. Yeah. Uh, the runners are about eighty five bucks. Where can I find? Is this on your Instagram yep. too? Yeah, online. It was. Uh, I did have a store location in the Westport area, uh, but now we're currently changing, moving to the Raytown area. Damn, that's <coughs> awesome, man. Mo, I got a question for you. This, so this is completely off the topic that we've been talking about, but this is going to help set up some future podcasts, and then it's also kind of my selfish part of the podcast. So my other career is I'm a professional golfer, PGA golf professional, and I noticed on here, looks like you do play some golf. What I want to, do, what I want to know is from another <coughs> athlete that plays other sports, you know, what, what a lot of people contend is like, well, if you're an athlete, you can play any sport. Right, but exactly. Yeah, see, you're laughing. So, explain, explain, kind of, because like, in my opinion, golf takes skill, and there's a big difference between a skilled athlete and just an athlete who can run fast, who can jump high, who can do all that stuff. Tell me, kind of, your thoughts on that, because I'm sure my guess is you probably don't play a ton, but you play a little bit. No, my dad plays a ton, so uh, you know I'll go out there with him. You know, uh, he does the tournaments, the leagues, and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I kind of do it for fun and just to relax. Right. Uh, it's a, it's for me. Of course, I'm 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 not terrible. Right. But I wouldn't say I was great, ready to hop in a tournament or anything like that. Yeah. Um. But it definitely takes. I think playing golf and learning to play golf is harder than playing football. To yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, it's kind of like muscle memory. Right. But it's tough to get that muscle memory. Right. <laughs> you know. Right. So. Uh, <clears throat> so many fine. Find points to it. Right. Right. Exactly. You know, right. and, uh, you know, so overall, I mean, I think it's a, a, it's a sport that I love because it's, rela- like I said, it's relaxing. Right. You know, nice day, go out there on a the golf course. Right. Relax. Is it really relaxed? I mean, as yeah. many as I hit in the woods. It's, <laughs> right. not, it's not really relaxed. Right. I, just, I find it very stressful to, to see <laughs> my money true. just kind of go away in the woods right. and disappear. Yeah, right. I, I didn't know. <laughs> because it's so hard, though, that's what's it, ridiculous it, to me. It, it, it draws me nuts. I don't understand. Like, again, being the athlete, <laughs> yeah. I'm right. like, okay, I take yeah, this club. Yeah. I'm swinging here. I want to hit it here. So I just want to go there. Like, right. that's, it's the most it's frustrating so many, thing in the world. It's literally like, 
I have my face too wide open. He's like, yeah, it's going to keep curving like that because, you know. <laughs> right. The margin yeah. of error yeah, is so just, small. Yeah. Very. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's why it's not relaxing me. I'm too competitive. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't understand and don't get it. Right. I know I know it like anything. It's repetition, right? right. You got to practice. You got to practice. And that's whatever. what I don't want to do. I, I don't want to go on the range, but I do want to go out and play. Right. And since I've been playing with him more, I have gotten better. But, dude, it's it's so fun, man. Right. It's so fun. Definitely. That's that, That's just, it's like, it's help, helping set us up for future podcasts. So there's, you know, there's a, there's a big difference between athletics and then skills in athletics. And, uh, you know, you can, obviously being a great athlete does help you in certain sports, but then there's that skill aspect because I've worked with some of the best athletes in the world and you get them on a golf course or even you throw them a, be- a baseball at them. Like, yeah. I don't know if any of you guys have ever seen LeBron James try to hit a baseball and it is ugly. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just it's just kind of a topic to talk about in yeah. future podcasts, the difference between skilled in athletics, skills in athletics, and then just being a great athlete. Yeah. Well, uh, kind of to, to switch gears real quick, man, something that I was obviously super interested in when uh, when we started rapping, I started learning more about you, which I'm, I'm sure these guys will be too, is is the stunt world and in, in the motion yes. capture with EA Sports, like Madden. Now, again, me being a football guy and a huge Madden lover, like – that's that's got to be a dream come true too, right? How did how did that come about? So, uh, well, first it's one of those I've always dreamed to be on Madden, on Madden right? Yeah. Right. You know? yeah. so, and people think, okay, you being on Madden is you're you physically being on there, right? But it's like I never thought of it as man. There's somebody that's actually doing these movements to make this even real, you know? Yeah. So uh, it came about, man. I was actually on set uh, for a TV show Ballers. And uh, I'm back there. I'm doing like a punt return scene. I catch it, a couple, and I'm running. Guy comes. One of the uh, guys come over. He's like, "Hey man, you moving around like you still play?" I was like, oh, "I do." He's like, "Really?" He's like, oh, "Where are you playing?" And we got to talking, and uh, he told me uh, he knew one of the league execs from when I was playing in China. He's like, "Oh man, I'm gonna get your information." You know, so he gets my information. He contacts the guy. Hey, you know, asking what type of guy am I? Literally the next day. Uh, I get a call and he's you know he's like hey you, you, are you still in California I'm like no nah, I'm I'm in Missouri right now uh, with my family and he's like well I want you to come back out here because I had a he had an Adidas commercial I'm like well when is it he's like tomorrow I'm like I, I can't make you know right. I can't make that one uh, he's like well look we got some stuff with EA coming up I want you to come audition uh, I'll let you know when it is and I'm like okay it was maybe 48 hours I get a text message uh, well 48 hours before the the actual trial for EA <clears throat> and the audition. He sent me a text. Hey, what's up? We have an audition at USC at this time. This is your calling time at 9.45 a.m. And I'm like, wait. So I pick up the phone. I'm like, wait. I got to book a flight. You know, I don't live in California. He's like, oh, I thought you lived in California. I'm like, no. He's like, well, I mean, we're going to see how bad you want it, I guess. So I'm hot because I'm like, dude, this is not enough time. You know, I got to... Right. Get a flight. The flight to L.A. is going to yeah. be crazy high. Yeah. Right. You know, what am I going to do? I asked my parents about it. they like, I don't even know what you're asking me for. I mean, I didn't blew more money than that probably at a club somewhere. Right. <laughs> so it's like, I asked my girlfriend. She's like, uh, I don't even know why you even asked me that. At the time, she was living in California. So she's like, look, get out here. Fly out here. I'll get you. I'll come get you from the airport. Take you directly there. I'm like, with the traffic, I, I'm going to get there. It's going to give us maybe 45 minutes in between. I literally flew in. We had about 45 minutes. I got there just in time. Run up, run up. He's like, oh, hey, how's it going? You know, I sign in. He's like, all right, well, you're up next. And I'm like, kind of stretch for a second. Right. Putting me through a series of drill that lasted about 
three minutes. Wow. And he was like, all right, thanks. It's about 60 other guys out there at the time. I'm, so I'm scratching my head like, well, right. what you mean? <laughs> this is it. Like, yeah. So I sat around for a minute. Then I called her. I said, yeah, I'm done. She's like, already? I was like, yeah. So I'm mad at that point. And then uh, I leave. And then about a couple hours later, he sent me a text. He's like, yeah, I just want to see how hungry you were if you was going to make it out here. I knew before you came out that we was going to select you. But yeah. Okay. You're now with cool. you. Cool. Little test. A little test. I like that. Yeah. I, I, I didn't like it at the time. Right. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> but yeah, you know, so. And that's how it worked out. And, you know, we go film in Vancouver normally three or four times a year. Uh, it's, it's pretty fun, man. It, it, it's real. Yeah. They hook up all that shit to you and, like, yeah, it, get all your motions. Yeah. So I do a straight line for pretty much every player that's on the game. That's a 90 speed to the max. I do all the straight lines, left, right. Uh, most of the receivers, uh, motions, uh, a lot of all your speed backs. I do all their motions, touchdown celebrations. And then oh, wow. the thing that I was adding That's on to. That's crazy. That's awesome. All right. And the thing I was adding on to kind of at the end, uh, well, after my first year, was the hit stick. So now I'm the hit stick icon as in the person that gets it. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. And it's, wow. it's crazy. Is this like a contract? Like, all right, yeah. you're the EA guy yeah. for us? Uh-huh. So, yeah, it's a contract. They only contract out a couple guys, uh, normally one for per position. Uh, well, as far as like for O-line, they don't do one guard, one one tackle, they kind of do one offensive lineman. Okay. Uh, then there's some guys that may do multiple positions and different things like that. So. Do you ever get to talk to any of the actual players about it? Because I know they're yeah. real big on yeah. Like they're big on their Madden. Like oh man, it, they and talk to those guys. They're like, my rating is low. It's too low. I need it higher. What do I need to do? Guys are very serious about this. Yes, they and are. I didn't realize how serious people were until afterwards. Like literally after my first year doing it, uh, Jamal Charles had asked me. He's like, yeah. Hey man, so who does my celebration for this? <laughs> he didn't look like he was smooth enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This and that, this and that. So yeah, it's, it's, it was fun. You know, it's fun. it's always fun conversation to have with, you know, the actual guys right. who you are portraying. So who are these dudes that decide? All right, this is what I'm gonna have you do. This is what represents um, this player. So it's the actual EA guys. They they got a bunch of guys that work for EA. Uh, yeah, that that's like where they butt heads. Like. Yeah, and they literally study like literally. We'll watch something on the screen and say, you got to do that exact thing. And it's literally like, you don't get off. You do that exact thing. And that comes down to the skill thing. Like, it's a lot of guys who are athletes, but if you told them, hey, you got to run five steps this way, jump over this, and then spin. Right. Sometimes you can't do that when somebody tells you to do it. They can do it off instinct sometimes, but to physically do it or, hey, you got to get right here and get tackled at this exact spot yeah. or jump and catch the ball at this exact spot. That's really It can get pretty tough. It is. Yeah. So does this, do you think you're, let's talk about this too, your acting career. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit acting too, almost like. Yeah, and that's kind of how things have started. Like I was just doing kind of stunt double stuff for actors, for football, movies, TV shows, stuff like that. And then my last two opportunities kind of turned into where I got a principal role. So it's a Disney movie that'll come out, uh, that'll come out in 2020, or two actually. One is Star Girl, and then it's another one. Uh, it's a Clemson movie, and both of those I actually got an opportunity uh, to actually get a couple lines. Huh, so it's kind of cool. like, yeah. So this happened before EA or after? No, nah, this is after EA. So okay. I, I've been doing EA for about three, four years now, uh, and these two just came about. Uh, I had one in the uh, Brian Banks story, but they kind of they cut my line. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, I still got some nice little FaceTime. Yeah. You know? yeah. so we went to go see it uh, with my family. Uh, we actually saw it a couple times. 
So that's nice. another movie y'all should definitely check out. So did you have any intentions on wanting to do that before? No, no I never. I mean, I'm always I'm an outgoing dude. So yeah. I'm always up for whatever, but. Is that just being in L.A.? You just meet those people, all those people? Yeah, you kind of meet people. You're on set. You're talking to people. Sometimes it's just, hey, you might do something on accident. I like that. Do that again. Mm-hmm. Hey, That's get his crazy. name. You know what I mean? And, you know, I, when I'm on set, I try to talk to the camera guys, talk to as many people as I can. Networking, man. Right. It's business all the time, man. Yeah. For sure. That's, it's awesome, bro. That's awesome. So you're pretty big on, like, you, you post content on social media. What do you think about that? Because I think, if anything, that's almost eliminated the middleman of maybe you don't have to go out to L.A. to be I mean, found. so, and, and that's the thing, too. Like, a lot of bios say that I live in L.A. I've never lived in L.A. Yeah. A, a lot of my work was out in L.A., but I've always been based out of Kansas City. And a lot of, and even from playing sports, social media has gotten me a lot. Uh, I've been my own agent since after my first year. Uh, okay. After that, you know... Getting contracts to go play. You know, I've made my own highlight tapes. I've made my own workout videos. You know, I, like I physically, you know, hired the people. It wasn't like, hey, I got an agent that's setting all this stuff up. You know, and honestly, shoot, even in high school, like we sat down and made my high school highlight tape and sent it to colleges. Yeah. You know, and then my actually my high school basketball coach is the one who kept, who went, we drove about, was that 45 minutes out to go meet the coaches from Hutchinson. When I signed to go to even go to Hutch. So uh, it's kind of like one of those, like, social media, you don't, you know, you post your content on there. You know, if you use it the right way, I feel like social media can be the biggest tool for you. It's free. Yeah. And, like, I, I think more athletes are in a start. <clears throat> Lamar Jackson has a clothing line. Yeah. I think that's crazy. See a lot of these big-name athletes starting to realize, okay, I don't have to, I can, I don't have to have an agent to control yeah. my business endeavors and, you can be an athlete, still excel in that, but still have these side hustles and all, all these other right. things going on for you. That probably keeps you, if you have that entrepreneur like tendency, mm-hmm. keeps you sane too. Because I know I like to stay busy. I always like having projects, stuff to build on my own. Yeah. So that's crazy, man. That's awesome. I didn't realize it was that intense for the EA Sports too, either. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a real deal. Man. My other question for you, Mo, and this is a uh, obviously it's been a hot topic for a little while now, um, because you've been in the game as long as you have. So Austin and I, we just played football through high school. Jesse obviously took it a lot farther than that. Then you've been playing since I mean all the way since you were a kid. Uh, you know, because there's a lot of parents these days that you know we have some great athletes out there, but like yeah, I don't want my kid playing because uh, the whole concussion thing. And my take on it, and I'll just tell you mine real quick. I just think that you're either. I think you're either susceptible or you're not. I think if you're somebody that, because uh, some people just don't get them. You right. know what I mean? I think it's more of a genetic thing where just some people get them and others don't. Uh, what is your What's your take on that? Uh, I would say kind of the same thing. Because uh, I mean, I've taken hits and then the next guy take it, took the exact same hit as me. He had a concussion and I didn't. Right. So I think it is just one of those like, it's. I mean, sometimes you can say it's luck. Sometimes you can say it's right. not, you know, but. I mean, I'm all for, like, I mean, just started a youth football program. Right. And, you know, so I definitely want kids to play. You know, I think that it builds character. It does so much. No question. Uh, You know, is there a chance you could get a concussion? Yeah, but it's not as bad as everybody kind of portrays it to be, you know? So what would you say to those parents that are like, man, I don't even know if I want my kid to play because of the concussion thing? I would say, I mean... Look how many people play football. Right. And look how many have actually 
receive concussions. Right. You know, I mean, it's the percentage. I don't know the exact percentage, right. but I, the percentage is very low. I think that they kind of, it's just a perception thing. People right. think, oh, man, just because it's a contact sport, you're going to get a concussion or you're going to get hurt. Right. I mean, I went to basketball games to see yeah. guys get hurt and get oh, concussions, yeah. you know. Soccer games. Soccer, yeah, they you get know. concussions, yeah. Uh, Soccer's big. Yeah, you know, and... You know, so that's my biggest thing. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a big topic, and it's a, yeah. it's it's one that this year really kind of, it it dawned on me really hard this year. It came on me really hard this year. Being a parent, obviously, right. and a coach, and being a football lover and passionate about it. You know, people always ask me, and I still feel the same way uh, about it as I as I did, you know, several years ago. Right? I think it's when I have parents who come to me and they want to train their kid. Right? I got some of them they play flag football now and. You know, not ready for their kid to go play tackle football or don't want their kid to play tackle football because of this reason. You know, my, my, my opinion on it is get your kid in there early. Right. Get them to learn the proper way. Right. You know, get good coaches who know what they're doing and how to tackle now, right? There's a right. lot of coaching seminars that we have to take, even be youth football coaches, sure. that teach you how to teach young kids how to tackle properly. When we were younger, when I was younger, nobody taught us that. Right. It was like just going to kill the guy. Yeah. That, any means necessary. So yeah. if that's head first, that's head first. You're yeah. coming in like a missile. But we actually get on our kids about tackling correctly at practice. Right. Like, you know, I make kids run if they don't do it correctly you know what I mean because you want them to learn but this year my son actually went down uh, and said that he had a neck injury and uh, I don't know if you remember the tournament that we were at but yeah I mean Mo ran over got the director of the tournament they're talking about calling the ambulance and I know the protocol like I've been there obviously my lady is you know athletic trainer in in college and so we've been in this situation before and just a couple weeks before we had a kid at another tournament go down and again, he was fine too. So I kind of knew some of the things, you know, make sure his hands were and feet and limbs were moving. So I knew it wasn't really a spinal type of situation. But, right. you know, he was complaining about his neck and he didn't get hit. I didn't see the play. I thought he got hit at first. Well, he didn't get hit. He just, something, he had a neck spasm, basically said it was a oh, strain okay. in his neck. We took him to the emergency room and this and that. But that, I mean, for, for you know, five minutes when I got all of these parents in my face and my kid is laying on the ground and I don't know what's going on. Right. It did kind of cross my mind, like, man, did I make a mistake? Like, did sure. I, did I, should I not? Yeah, if I put him in harm's way, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. It's a scary thing, but are we talking David or Hassan? Here? David. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but uh, that makes a difference in my mind. Yeah, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> They're both great athletes. There's drills that are banned now too, right? Like you can't do uh, like bull in the ring, bull in the ring, yeah. Oklahoma drill. Is that banned yeah. too? Like they will not let you do that at practice. I think it depends on the level. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean we we don't necessarily do it like again we used to do it back in the day. We do we do different, you know, tackling games and drills like that. But, yeah. Um no, it, I, I don't I don't think that it's technically, you know, banned as long as you do it, you know, safely. It's it's some foolish ways you can right. go about it. But yeah. I think that's the tough thing for me though, like well it's easy for me to say that now about all of that, but I don't have kids. Right. So from a dad standpoint, yeah. you know, sometimes I have to ask, like, some of the coaches that have kids. Like, I asked them a couple of times, like, you know, like, how would you feel about this, you know? Right. Uh, you know, like, I was asking about one of his, his sons playing up. And it's like, me at watching, like, I know this kid can go out there and do this. Sure. And he'll, you know, play very well in Excel. But as a father, would I be okay with my yeah. son playing with those older, bigger boys? Right. You know, yeah. I, it's just, it's tough. 
So yeah, yeah, yeah. no, and, and I, I remember that as well. And this one you got to sit back and think about. And you know, again, being the hard like you know football like rah rah guy, like yeah. Yeah, my son will be fine. Like, throw him in with the Lions, right? But then yeah. you got to think about it, too. Even a year, at their age, a year is a big difference. Oh, huge. A big, huge, yeah, huge difference. So those kids are a lot faster. It's like getting on to college and NFL. On. It's that right. kind of change in just oh, yeah. a year of youth football. So you do have to think about those things, you know what I mean? But. Mo, so if you could go back, what, what do you think is something that maybe you trained differently or something that you wish you would have done maybe in high school or college? <laughs> Uh, nah, so in high school, uh, at one point, my parents were trying to get me to possibly change schools. Uh, talked about a Rockhurst, talked about, uh, at that time, Fort Osage was pretty, doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to because I was thinking, my friends, my friends, my friends. I wasn't thinking career, career, career. Um, maybe I would have changed that. You know, maybe, but all honesty, man, I wouldn't. I'm loving where I am right now. The experience that I have gotten yeah. to experience, you know, the the places I've gotten to see, I wouldn't change it for the world. Yeah, football's taking you a lot of places. Right. Yeah. yeah. And all honestly, this is all stemmed from football. Everything yeah. that I've yeah. done, literally. Uh, do I feel like my clothing line and my brand would have done what it did without football? Probably right. not. Right. You know, because uh, a lot of those that purchased those first shirts was solely because, oh, man. This is more from the football team. Right. You know, uh, if I was, I'm not sure if they would have took heed to it, you know, uh, as much. I'm a go-getter, though, so I yeah. probably could have forced them to buy it, but sure, sure. it probably yeah. wouldn't have happened as quick. It's hard yeah. to wrap, wrap your mind around that, don't you think? At that age, it's like you have the goal, you want to go to the NFL, it's that or nothing. But if you work hard and you're just not stopping the grind, regardless of what it is, opportunities are going to present itself. Right. Yeah. And all that's cultivated just from your work ethic, it seems like. Right. So, Yeah, no, and, and it's, it's funny you say that because we asked each other the same question just last week, and that was kind of my same thing, too. If, if there was anything I would have done, I, I probably would have went to Rockers. Yeah. Which, I mean, <laughs> but it, it's just crazy when we look back at it now, and you can now you can see the opportunities that go into a school like that. Yeah. yeah. Origin, you know, man. And, and a lot of kids are just blessed with that. I'm sure right. our parents would have had to do a whole lot to get us there. <laughs> right, right, So we were just like, well, nah, we just, you know, stick with what we got. All right, because I'm, I'm like, nah, man, that's an all-boys school. My mama like, mm-hmm. yeah. so? I'm like, it's all-boys all school. You going to focus now? You know, at least I, you know, I would focus. But then, too, a lot of – so growing up, my dad coached me in all sports. So majority of us all started going to Raytown South, you know, so that we can play together. So – did it help with us as far as wins, you know, or, you know, runs at state championships and things like that? I think that definitely did because uh, we, we all knew each other. We grew up around each other and, you know, just had the opportunity to, you know, continue to play. Mm-hmm. So, Mo, I got one more for you. Uh, I got I to gotta bounce and go run a boot camp, but I cannot go run this boot camp until I know the answer to this. So, because you're the only athlete I know of that has this. Uh, tell us about Champ the Mascot. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so I got a I got a mascot. That's the kid friendly mascot. I'm putting this picture uh, up on this video too. Yeah, yeah. so uh, it's a of course a mascot of me, uh, and the the biggest thing is man, you know, like I do a lot of stuff with with kids. Uh, the first thing they're gonna see if I walked into a school, 
it's going to be the mascot. Right. You know, they gravitate towards it. They love it. They champ's cool. You know, he's a cool looking mascot because, like right. I said, it's of me, you know. Right. And in an all actuality, too, like, it's rare that you see African American mascots. Yeah. You know, you've never seen one. Well, that's true. Most of the time, they're animals. Right. It's an animal, or you know, or something. Right. You never really see it. So yeah, I uh, don't know that I can recall. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's innovative as fuck. <laughs> that's that crazy. So you know, and then, you know, so for me as an athlete, he's huge. For my brand, he's huge. Right. Uh, you know, I do a lot of different stuff where we go into schools, and he may perform for the kids. Uh, so it's a it's pretty cool. Who is who is the mascot? So I got a couple different people that that yeah. that are champ. Yeah, that's personal branding to yeah. the next level. Yeah, that's really crazy. Is, yeah. That's a good idea. How do you how do you get that? Like where do you where do you make that? Uh, one of my manufacturers. I had a manufacturer. Yeah, it's, that's what I was again. thinking. So like, at first, I uh, made him up. You know, uh, animating animated version, graphic design version, and then I'm like, okay, where can I find it? Because for the longest, I wanted a mascot, and my mom is. I'm talking to my mom about. She's like, I'm like, what should it be? What should it be? She like, well. What's your brand? And I'm like, me. He's like, make it a you. Yeah. <laughs> That's a so, great idea. That yeah, is. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. He's pretty cool, you know. Uh, That's really cool. Trying to work on a little comic book for him. Because uh, what I want to start doing is when I release shoes, there'll be a comic book that comes with it. And oh, that'd be cool. Once he puts on a, sneak, a certain sneaker, he gets a certain superpower. Okay. Like that. Yeah. Oh, man. Man, you got, a lot of, you got a lot of different ways you can go with this. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to go run a boot camp. Mo, it has been amazing talking to you, dude. I, th- I think there's probably a lot more that these people are going to learn about you here. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. I want to know, what are you, right now, because you said you were almost considering retiring, but then you're like, yeah, I, keep- I, I was, uh, and then getting out there this year, uh, it's just because, honestly, it just was the market. It's kind of one of those, you know, if the market isn't worth it, yeah. you know, I'm leaving my business. Uh, it has to make sense. Uh, and... This opportunity made sense. I plan on playing. I mean, I know my body-wise, I can do quite a few more years. So, you know, I want to play about four more. How do you know, like, the right decision? I don't think there's ever a right decision, but a decision has to be made. Like, whether I'm going to go play some more or I'm going to go to a different school. How do you know? Like, instinct, gut, gut feeling? Yeah, just try to pray about it, you know, and then wait wait for the answer. You got any goals for yourself this season, upcoming season? Oh, yeah. Uh, I definitely am pushing to be <laughs> the MVP, uh, offensive MVP of the league. I definitely uh, win a championship. Uh, I do not want to leave without a championship. That's my biggest thing is a championship. Uh, that's something that I've been fighting for professional-wise. I want to ring. So uh, I think we got a really, really good opportunity to. Uh, so definitely championship, win an offensive MVP. Uh, and not just be the best, you know, a wide receiver on my team to help lead my team, but the best in the league. So, how about uh, entrepreneur endeavors? Twenty twenty, you got anything <coughs> new cooking? Anything uh, you definitely want to get done, or you know, I'm, size of growing your business? To I'm praying my sneaker release. Yeah. I'm praying that I'm able to do the re-release of the Golden Ages and uh, a couple more colors. Twenty twenty, uh, I want to release uh, the Golden Age, which y'all see, and the birthday cakes. Uh, and it's one other pair Dalmatians that are all all three of those I want to definitely release twenty twenty. Yeah. What kind are those like performance shoes or those uh, streetwear? So they're kind of like a you pretty much everything. So uh, yeah. you if you want to work out of them you can work out of them, but they're fashionable. So if you want to wear them, you know with your as a you know with your streetwear. If you want to wear them going out, it's kind of like you can wear them with, with anything. 
That's awesome. So, so when you when you are done playing football, how many more hours do you think you'll have to spend on your business? A lot more. <laughs> and that's I, huge. That's huge. Yeah, like yeah. That. I, I'll probably have a lot more. Uh, hopefully by then, you know, I'll have, you know, added a lot more to my team to where still I wouldn't be spending too, too much time on it, though. Hopefully the the as time goes on, I'm able to kind of chill a lot more on my business because, of course, I'm feeling like it's about time for me to start a family and kind of, you know, go on from there. So I want to be able to spend time with them. Uh, I want to be able to, of course, put a lot more into also my youth sports organization. So I'm thinking that that's going to start taking a lot more of my time. You've been bootstrapping the business. You've been doing – you're pretty much like – you know, account manager, all this, all that. You do everything uh, in it. Kind of, sort of, you know. Um, how big is the team? Like, how many employees you have, people? Outside work? of my family, because yeah, <laughs> they, yeah. they help me quite a bit. Uh, so, uh, employee-wise, like in my store location, it was about five. Uh, then you talk about manufacturing, it's only a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I, more athletes. I mean, you got to have the entrepreneurship mindset. You have to. It's a D, I think it's a DNA thing. Yeah. It's a genetic thing, but... Would you encourage a lot of athletes to start personal branding themselves nowadays? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, I would, for sure. And then if they don't, you know, want to start their own, especially guys that's international. I'm, this year, that's another thing, 2020, I want to sign some guys. Uh, mm, like uh, like endorse, uh, ambassadors? Yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. I want to sign a lot more. I, like, I have some brand ambassadors, but I want to do some endorsement deals with a lot of, especially overseas athletes. Because uh, Nike, Under Armour, they don't, they don't pay attention to those athletes. Yeah. And it's a big market that, you know, mm. uh, definitely you can sign, you know, Smart. A, a lot of guys that have a nice fan base. Yeah. That's so. awesome. So what, uh, what, what two or three tips would you give to a new up-and-coming entrepreneur, right? They want to get out there. They want to start their own brand, start their own company, you know, get in the game, you know, whether it be stunt, dope, this and that. And, like, what... What are some tips that you would give them as far as getting getting going? Entrepreneur-wise, definitely <laughs> slow down. You know, actually take your time and think about things because it has to make sense. Don't do something that does not make sense. Uh, it's a lot of people that do stuff just to post on social media versus it makes sense. Right. You know what I mean? It has to make sense for you financially, physically, and mentally. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as athlete side, um, don't give up. You know, you got to be, you know, your your biggest fan. You got to, you know, nobody's going to be able to sell you like you can sell you. You know, can't nobody tell me, tell, can't nobody tell somebody else more about me than what I can tell, you know. Uh, Self-promotion, man. Yeah, yeah. That's- right. People are really shy about that. They're not. They're not keen on that. That's big. That's one that I'm definitely. I'm trying to do better myself on that. I find to be, you know, kind of humble. You know, I'm very like they say, kind of intense. I'm quiet. I'm an introvert for the most part. And you get to know me, I start to talk. But you know, you can't be afraid. It's, it's a thin line between cocky and confident. But I, I think you gotta do more self bragging and self promotion. So for people sure. they know who who you are, what you're about. Right. Because if because if if you like got this or you on this like high horse and you know I look at you like okay you know I want to train with him because yeah. he confident in the mother you know like look yeah. at him you know like just the way you know right. so yeah self promotion definitely it's like you got you have to be polarizing too to do that 
Wow. Because look at people like LeBron James. People either love him or hate him. Or hate him. So it's like to try to appeal to everyone and, and make content and promote yourself. People who are so worried about wanting everyone to like be on the same page and like them and, and resonate with them, that's never going to happen. Right. Like you're going to have to just go all in and the person you are. Thinking, you got, I think you got to be really self-aware. Right. And that's hard for a lot of people. But you're just going to be polarizing. People who really resonate with you and really like your content, they're going to be your business. You know, that's your market. That's your audience. And trying to appeal to everyone that, you know, you don't need the billions of people on this earth. You try right. to win uh, 1% of that and you'll be fine. Right. And as a, here's a, a I guess, a, a high entrepreneurship kind of question. A lot of people, as far as like, you know, accumulating wealth and, and trying to grow and get bigger. Are you one that is big on diversifying? Like you want to get in all of these lanes? Or are you big on specifying, right? I want to be good at this thing and be the greatest at it. So when I first started, I want to be everything. Yeah. And then you start noticing you got to conquer this before you can move to this. Right. You got to kill this. Then you can go to this. So now I'm about definitely mastering this lane. Now go to the next lane. Mm -hmm. Master this lane. Then go to the next lane. You know? Uh, because every everything's gonna come once they see. Oh, okay, oh yeah, he's killing it there. Boom! Now you got the back, and now everybody believes in that. Right. Now you can actually, you know, you got enough. Whether it's clientele or enough people that believe in that one thing that you are, you can afford to go to the next thing. You know, it's it's no different than like with the youth with my youth sports organization. <clears throat> everybody want to oh, start a football team. Uh, you started a football team now. Do basketball. I didn't do baseball. I didn't do track. I'm like, eventually, yeah. But I got to master this first. Yeah. You know, uh, then I'll move to the next, you know, and with my brain, the same thing. But now I kind of had to think about it this year. It's like, yo, sports, youth sports and team sports are huge. That's something that's never going to die. Right. There's always going to be a new football team. There's always going to be a new baseball team. It's going to be a new kid born every year. Right. Somebody's going to be trying to come in to play those sports. So that's the lane. And that's my lane that I really need to master. Mm -hmm. Urban streetwear is going to always be there, but the trends change so much, you know, so I'm kind of changing to where that's something that I'm doing seasonal, seasonal releases for that. But the sports side and then the manufacturing side, we all in. Yeah, that's dope, man. Awesome. Well, we've been, let's see, how deep are we in this? What time do we start? 1130? Yeah, about 1130. You got to go anywhere, Mo? Not till about one. Pops, you got anything? Uh, I want to, I want to, uh, kind of wrap it up if that's cool with you. Yep. Uh, I have a couple things I want to leave this. First off, what's coming up in your life? What do you got going on? What do you want people to know about? Mexico. We're going to be in Chihuahua. It's about to go down. It's going to be real live. Yeah. Uh, follow, follow my Instagrams. What's your Instagram? Champ underscore nine. Facebook is Mo Champ. Okay. Uh, if you want to follow the team page, it's uh, Cadillo's Football. Uh, the league page is on Facebook. is FAM, and it'd be Football Americano Mexico. Uh, and, you know, sports side, that's what you guys look forward to. Uh, if, there, if there are any brands that are out there that want to start their own brand, that need production, definitely contact me, whether it's through social media uh, Champ System Co. is the the Instagram and the Facebook name. Champ System Clothing and Shuko. Uh, so if you anybody brand, if you 
business, if you, uh, whatever, you need something produced, contact us. None that I can't do. Uh, and we could definitely make it, and it's going to be definitely high quality and good. Um, I think that's about football? it. football? Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Youth football. <laughs> uh, from ages 5 to this upcoming season, uh, your kid will be 11. We're going to have ages from 5 to 11. Dynasty football. Uh, Dynasty football KC on Instagram and on Facebook. Uh, contact us. We are definitely the best organization in the Midwest. Best coaches in the game, baby. Agreed. I agree. Uh, for sure. Uh, if you want your kids definitely to get to improve from start to finish, it's documented. You can go check us out. You everything. You can look on our social media from game one to when they finished. All these kids got better, whether it was physically or mentally, uh, and even their character. What platforms are you on? You said Instagram, Facebook, are you on yep. YouTube at all? Oh uh, yeah, YouTube is just my my standard YouTube channel. Uh, but I don't have a YouTube channel for like our youth sports organization. Okay. Um, and then maybe later in the season, we'll, we'll I got some other stuff with our youth sports organization that's gonna be some on a kind of global tip. That's going to be huge where people that aren't even in Kansas City are going to be able to tune, tune in and watch us. Yeah. Question two, who's watching your content? Like, who do you think like, is watching your content or, like, who you're trying to produce it for? Like, what age? Like, who, who should be watching your content, ideally? I feel like everybody can watch my content. Uh, I'm normally clean <laughs> with yeah. everything. Uh, so, you know, from ages, from all ages. Man, I, have you heard about TikTok at all? Are you yeah, so I've been seeing the TikTok thing on how everybody's been going crazy over that TikTok stuff. Dude, I think, especially for your thing, I started, because I've been on Instagram, YouTube, I started TikTok uh, a couple months ago, uh, and I was looking at it, I was like, man, there's not many trainers creating content on TikTok. Uh, I, it was like my eighth video. Popped off, has over 4.7 million views, went completely viral. I have almost 100,000 followers on there. I've gotten clients from it, more like just That's business great. from it. Get on, I think, because no one's really creating stuff like that that you right. are. Right. So I've normally, uh, like, I see the TikTok, but it was one of those, like, I see it yeah. and I constantly see it, but I just hadn't tapped into it yet. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think that's definitely. Dude, yeah, you, you blow up on there pretty fast. Because yeah. the that. youth are really into that. Oh, they are. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I think that they <laughs> would really, you just have to figure out maybe, like, what kind of content you'd yeah. want to create for it. But it's. Maybe maybe they might see Champ the Mascot on there. That's what I'm saying. I think that'd be <laughs> awesome. Like, yeah. it, and it's, the one thing I like about it, it's easy to put content on there. It takes me less time creating posts on there than any other platform, for the yeah. most part, what I think. Uh, lastly, I got to know, how, what do I have to do to get a pair of shoes? Like, where do I get them? Do I get them on a website? Yeah, thechampzone.com. Uh, thechampzone.com. Yeah, right now. They're all sold out. All sold out, okay. But uh, if you follow the social media, you'll see. Okay. It'll be definitely a heads up because they're going to go pretty quick. Um, so I definitely make sure I put a heads up, maybe even do a pre-order where people will be able to reserve their pair. Um, but, uh, yep, Champ System Co. Website, thechampzone.com. All right, last thing. Those athletes who are in high school, college, have dreams of going to the NFL, what a piece of advice for them as far as work ethic, as far as the route to get wherever they may end up. What, what do you got to say to them? Continue to work hard. Continue to push yourself. Uh, you know, don't don't depend on nobody outside of yourself uh, to get you there. You got you got to push yourself. You got to work hard. Um, and also, just don't be ignorant to other opportunities. Yep. You know, because you can get opportunity for anywhere to play, make you some good money, travel the world. Cool. Awesome, man. Well, yeah, appreciate you having me on, man. Appreciate your time. Yeah. Um, man. So good luck with the upcoming season. Keep killing it, dog. Yep. Yep. Appreciate Thank you for having on. Go check him out. Social media, definitely. Check out all his content.
Uh, we appreciate you for listening. Amplified Podcast. Find it on all uh, streaming services, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, all the good stuff. So we'll tune in next time. You guys have a good one.